Welcome to the Creative Plan Podcast Network. Join us as we share our favorite RPGs, one-shot games, tabletop games, reviews of items, and convention panels, and other exciting things that we run into from time to time. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, a sign to Ragnarok story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. This is the Star Wars Costumers panel. The guys in the right place? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You, you keep going there, uh, Mr. Do you want me? Yeah, go. Oh, we should start with what clubs we got here. So we have five? Is it five? Um, there are four big clubs in the greater Arizona, Phoenix, Tucson area. There's um, five of us. Do you see? No, no. It's a small room. And you hear us in the back. All right, we're good. Yeah, we're good. What a dramatic effect. Oh, there's man. Dark and fires. Hey. Now, there's no trees in here, so the biker Scott is safe. <laughs> yes. Yes. He will find a way. <laughs> you should see the burnout back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Plug the thing in there. Yeah. And you just plug a laptop in. Do a little bit of a slideshow. What got more complicated, folks? Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. All of a sudden, the Empire now has PowerPoint. Come on in, kids. Come on. We don't subscribe to Microsoft. Come on in. Come on. What about dressing up as Star Wars and having a good time? It's because I'm sitting in the middle and you can see me. We put Sarah right here. That's true. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Sometimes I'm not. You should put the Ewok. I should put the Ewok. If I put my helmet on, maybe they won't run away. You're going to put the murder bear. <laughs> Everybody likes looking at that murder bear. And it's that that murder bear is adorable. They've killed the same. Hey, I put it, I put it in a case. It is so tame. Where the Andorian drop bear? I'm going to go again. Didn't want an incident. You weren't there, man. I saw it all. You were not there. I got a bunch of them. I have the little books on the table. We have So if you wanted to dress up as a murder bear, we would have for that. It's called the Rebel Legion, and she's in charge of So yes, we have murder bear. Yeah. Final First Legion. There's the Rebel Legion, and. Mandalorian Mercs. We have the Droid Builders who are over here. And then if you have anyone that's not quite 18, there's the Galactic Academy. Oh, cool. So. Yay. Yeah. Good job, guys. Or maybe 
<laughs> so the the 501st Legion has about almost 15,000 members, uh, a little over 200 in Arizona and 54 in southern Arizona. Um, I don't know if you guys know the numbers for the rest of y'all. I don't know the numbers. I do. So currently, Dark Empire is running. Uh, we are the largest spire in the world as a national for the national organization uh, in Arizona. Twin Sun runs 26 members currently uh, that are active, and we have roughly right now 700 active members worldwide for Dark Empire. So, Rebel Legion has about 11,000 members uh, across the globe. Locally, we are about 50 to 60 folks, uh, divided between uh, Southern Arizona all the way up to Flagstaff, and in the center. So Mandalorian Mercs is 3,000 members worldwide um, here in Arizona, Shonair Mikhaila clan, which is uh, June C and Mandalorian. Um, we've got about 68 um, total active members with around 88 with our retired members. You'll notice we all have different um, names for our local groups. So we've got bases, clans, garrisons, spires. It really just depends on which group you're you're wanting to do. Uh, I mean, there's there's a group for OCs. There's a uh, group for the. Mercs or Mandalorians, so we have the Rebel Empire, you have the Stormtroopers, Darth Vader's roaming around upstairs, so I mean, there, there's really room for whatever you can think of to, to join in with. Well, and Rebel, Rebel Legion allows for your kind of an OC Jedi character within like certain parameters, so Is if you want to yeah. be like just a Jedi of your own design, there are... I think that's the one group we don't have here is we do have the, the Jedi's and uh, they are the Rebel Legion or? We are forming a Saber Guild which is the official like stunt Saber choreography group of Lucasfilm. We are not an official group yet though. We don't have, we're, we're waiting on some costume approvals. Next, next year. We will be here next year. <laughs> that's awesome. We do have, what is, there is a syndicate Saber syndicate group, um, smaller group out of Phoenix. They do stunts for Phoenix Comic Con. Mm -hmm. uh, great. Yeah. They did stunts for uh, like some of the bigger events too. Like we were recently at Chase Field mm -hmm. for Star Wars Day there, and uh, some of the performers went out to the field and actually performed. Uh, so if anyone happened to catch that, they are also a part of uh, the groups. So a little, yeah. little difference, you know. Some of the groups do, you know, actually do some choreography and stuff, and uh, for the most part, the rest of us just do the costuming stuff. Um, we have a myriad of different kinds of events that we'll participate in, uh, stuff where we'll go out to hospitals and you know take uh, comic books to kids that are in the ICU and stuff like that. Um, we'll do virtual things like that as well for some of the kids that can't have visitors. Um, but we do a lot of other things like you know out at the zoo or you know, other types of events where we'll you know get a chance to display our costumes and, and you know go out in the community and, and promote Star Wars. Um, you know just like you know we are here. So there's there's a there's a lot of different events that we that we do, um, and then you know we're also here to talk about how do you how do you actually get in, right? Um, so if you if you have like an idea for like a costume, um, the different clubs all have different um, costumes listed out, like we we're talking about. Um, so it's just a matter of building it up to meet that standard. Um, each of the different clubs has a different kind of uh, 
you know, way of going about it. And so, you know, you figure out which one you would fit into. Um, you know, talk to that local club. Uh, everybody's got like a forum or a Facebook group, something like that, so you can get in touch and then start working your way into, you know, finding out where you get the supplies and, and different pieces that you need to uh, build your costume up. And the neat thing is, is you can you can go online and you can you can buy pieces and parts from a different group, but the real kind of neat part is you can get together and build this stuff yourself. Um, compressed board PVC, Sintra, there's templates online. Um, you, learn to, you can learn to sew, you can learn to electronics. I, I wish I could <laughs> to, you know, make my own droid that way. Where you can get the 3D printing, you can 3D print your parts and stuff like that. So it, it's, it's a lot easier to get in now um, to do a lot of these. And everybody's got their, their guidelines and stuff like that. And as long as you work with those guidelines, everybody's going to help you get in and, and, and do all this stuff. We, we actually have a forum on Facebook for just the costume I have on for people who are embroidering the costume. Because this costume with the prints, you can get it approved with just printed fabric, but if you're going to embroider it, we have a whole support group online for that. <laughs> okay. yeah, and a lot of the, a lot of the different uh, legions, so obviously the bad guys, um, we have detachments as well. Um, you know, we have a detachment for the stormtroopers, one for... You know, the biker scouts, you know, just about every costume has a detachment or is part of one. Um, and then if you get into that forum uh, or webpage, uh, there's tons of information on how, how to, you know, go about building stuff or sourcing all the parts. Or also make up, like, the Twi'lek. There's a Twi'lek group. There's a few Twi'lek groups on Facebook also that will help you figure out the makeup, where to get the prosthetics, everything like that. Yeah, you're never really flying blind at any point. There is no, like, figure it out on your own. There, There's at least a dozen people in each group that are readily available and more than happy to help you figure out whatever you need to figure out, whether it be bouncing off ideas or trying to figure out how to get a certain product to look right, how to, uh, to sew, stitch certain items, uh, even the electronics group, and so, uh, the droids, I'm sure they have people that, you know, they have shorts and issues. Uh, there's people that are willing to help and assist with that. So it's, it's a really great supportive group among each other as well. And the one thing you really want to know, though, is a lot of people say, you guys are just too picky about your costumes, is when we're out in costume, we are actually representing Lucasfilm. So the idea is that if you see us, it's like we just walked off the movie. And that may sound a little bit crazy, and it is, but it's, but it's totally worth it, is because Lucasfilm will call us and have us go do things for them. Like if you saw The Mandalorian, Season one, those stormtroopers were all five of first members. If you saw Obi Wan, those were five of first members out there. Like, hey, we need more stormtroopers. Let's call the local guys, have them come out. So you get just wait to for season two. <laughs> you get to do some really insanely cool things that, that you probably wouldn't get to do. Which makes me, yeah. It's, Sometimes it's like you're like, oh my gosh, seriously about this costume, but it's totally worth the effort in the end. There's a method to the madness. Yeah. <laughs> well, and a lot of the, the different, depending on what you're looking at, so that's the biggest thing we always will say whenever somebody's looking to join the clubs. What speaks to you? What costume speaks to you? I started in 501st as a Thai Reserve pilot, went to Thai pilot, Imperial Gunner, Royal Guard, and finally I'm like, you know what? I want to be the bad guy. I want to be a Sith. And so I went over and joined Dark Empire, uh, and custom Sith, which is what I'm wearing today, because we allow for OC to happen. And then I now do Darth Nihilus, is actually typically my main costume that I run. 
OC means original creation. Thank you, sir. Just, just in case you don't know. And so that's that's the beautiful thing of this club is a lot of us work together. Everybody at the panel I've interacted on multiple occasions. And oh wait, you want to go to Leia? Let me get a hold of Sarah. Sarah's going to help you do anything Leia related. Oh, you want to be a Mando? Let's talk to Donald and Tiana to go. Let's get you over the Mando. We just want you to have fun with Star Wars and be able to be out there and deliver kind of that cool message. Anthony is our newest member in Dark Empire at what two weeks? Oh, officially, yeah. <laughs> two weeks. Just got in two weeks, and so like for Dark Empire, one of the things we do is we have something called the Acolytes Day on Facebook, and that's you can join on Facebook. And Luke, Anthony said, "Here's the pictures of my costume that I have." We have people who actually judge the costume in that group, going, "Okay, before you even get to the trials." Here's what you need to do. Here's the things. So we're going to make your time going through and trying to get in much easier than not. And that, that's what we're looking for. Because really, it's just about having fun, folks. Yeah. What yeah. It's about. And, and there will be trial, trial and error. Like, um, at, like obviously, you, you have a general idea, and it may not fit Lucasfilm right away. Um, to give everyone an idea, my character is an OC smuggler. Um, I originally started coming up with design for this in December. I think I uh, reached out to join the group um, in like March, April, and like he said, I just got fully approved. I've made at least two or three different modifications all over on the outfit. Still got to keep to the core design, but now I've, I've met the standards and full member. member. So it, it's easy to get a little discouraged, but never, like you have a lot of people there that are there to give you alternatives and ways to still stay true to the character that you want and meeting the, the standards and everything you need to uh, meet. And even for like in the uh, Empire uh, characters, if there's a character that's like a new character or something from a comic book or a, a uh, you know, video game or something, that might not be in our list. But if there's enough reference material out there and you can start putting it, uh, putting it together, then it is possible that we can add it to that library of costumes that we have so that it can be included for other people. Uh, but we just need somebody who's the uh, guinea pig to make it. Yes. <laughs> Three references. Three references. No. Just one. They're, yeah, they're no. already starting to No, they just announced that three days ago. We are now down to one reference is what you need. Even better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that leaves way, way more open to stuff. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, they even have, uh, they have <laughs> like mentions and references for Starkiller, you know, who's in the Force Unleashed, which isn't even a like a canon game or a canon to the story, but you can still Dark Malthus's. <laughs> yeah, so even Starkiller is, is an acceptable character to portray. We have a Starkiller. Yeah. I, know. <laughs> yeah, I think you've got two of the versions of Starkiller. Yeah, yeah. Uh, two. Uh, you have like two or three Starkillers. I think just like one active okay. one. Go outside. So. Some costumes are a little bit easier than yeah, other costumes. Oh, Some yeah. costumes are easier. <laughs> I will say, I've made one that's a comic book Leia, the and one. there's way less rules to follow on that because it's from a comic book. And there's like these little things on the sleeves, and everybody made them a different direction. But I had, I went off one picture, and they were in the opposite direction. And I just submitted that photo when I submitted the costume because it was a reference photo. So if you have reference photos for stuff, and it's not what you're seeing, you can, hey, look at this photo. People are constantly coming in with reference photos from like high def close-ups. We had a whole conversation about the like trim on this costume in the, one of the forums the other day, mm -hmm. so. 
Um, I'm really bad with names, but I mean, we have, uh, and one of the groups is the, the Queen of Mandalore from the Clone Wars. Um, and her, her outfit has a lot, it's a team, thank you. Um, her outfit is just like amazing. She was at the uh, Flagstaff Parade for the 4th of July, but the amount of- Oh, she's just one of mine. Yeah, yeah, she's in general. She'll be here today or tomorrow. I'm not sure if she's wearing it or not. Oh, yeah, that's a gorgeous outfit. She's a lot Yeah, I mean, costumes will go through revisions like you wouldn't believe, I think. Scott's wearing a tie reserve right now, and he's got his tie bucket up there. Yeah, and they just revisioned that, so I act in as a tie. Mine's slightly different because they, they looked at reference pictures and said, oh, the color scheme on this. The cool thing, though, is they're not going back to me and saying, hey, you can't be part anymore. I'm already in. So it's like, you still get to wear that situation. Uh, right now, Dark Empire's looking at Malgus. We're re-looking at Malgus at this point uh, because we got new reference materials. So we're like, oh, cool, let's look at Malgus. I know, Niels, you did Kylo before you had a ton of reference material. That was, that was a terrible decision. <laughs> <laughs> I, went out, I made the entire costume before the movie came out, so everything I was using was pirated images that people had stolen from set and put out. And then the very first thing I did was a was as a toy reveal where they reveal all the toys that hey we've got a Kyla come out there for the toy reveal. It was like midnight, so I bought all the toys, got them home, opened up like oh crap, change everything again. <laughs> I did that two more times. <laughs> and I think the Tuscans right now are going through that with the new version of the Tuscans that came out yeah. in the Mandalorian. Yes, and, yes, uh, we are. They actually are called that. They're different versions to DIN. There's DIN ver V1 version 1, and then there's mm -hmm. DIN version, you know, was it 2, and there's there will be more versions. Yeah. And the Tuscan yeah. Raider is, uh, yeah. they've added on clan, uh, the clan category for... Thank you, because the, the previous name for it was not... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they they're, uh, they had to expand it because you know the whole new branch, you know the the different colors and there's talk on the on the uh, crate clan boards. That's the final first attachment for Tuscan Raiders, Jawas, any of the Tatooine desert folk. That's there's a detachment specifically for them, and there's more revisions and discussions and. <laughs> And I, I like I got mine approved. I'm, I'm not looking back. <laughs> uh, and so, kind of what what our scout troopers talking about, especially in the five hundred first, um, the way it's organized. Like, did you guys go through organization yet? No. No. Numbers, 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 and okay. Numbers. So five hundred first is organized in two different ways. They talk about garrisons, which is everybody local. So all the costumes that are in that local area would be part of the garrison. So Dune Sea Garrison. Doesn't matter whether you're a biker scout, whether you're Kylo Ren, um, whether I'm Darth Nihilus, or whether you're our First Order TK over there, all part of the Dune Sea Garrison. So that's a geographic. And then the costumes themselves are separated off into actual detachments. So there is a biker scout detachment. That that's all they deal with is whether it's a traditional biker scout, or a forest scout, or a snow scout, or a whichever one you want to do, it's all going to be inside there. Sith Lord Detachment is Kylo, Vader, whatever else you want to do, those, all those are in the detachment. So it's not just the local that's going to help you, it is also an international organization that's going to help you. So 
Um, not only do I do Dark Empire as a CO, I'm also a mentor for the JRS, or what's known as Jolly Roger Squadron, which is all the pilots. So if you wanted to do a pilot, you can go to Jolly Roger and say, hey, I want to learn to do a pilot, and you can be assigned a mentor who I'm now going to work with you. Oh, here's some vetted people that you guys can work with. Here are some places to go get some, let me look at your costume. How can I help you? These are all different things that you're going to have. And all these detachments have those different items. So that's 501st. Uh, rebel Legion, I don't know. I'm not a rebel. I'm we sorry. Have, we, have the, we have the groups within the group. We have the Jedi Temple in the group, and we have, what is it, the Sarlacc Squad? Well, the, there's the local detachments. They're, those are more, uh, we're built along the same lines where there are, there are bases instead of garrisons. There are detachments that also adhere to a wider band of costumes. Like, there's one for the pilots, but it's not just the X-Wing pilots. It's the A-Wing pilots. It's the ones from the new movies. It's ones from the video games. It's uh, are all incorporated under the pilots' attachment. Same thing for the Jedi. Uh, royalty for any we of those characters. Delegation. The delegation. Because <laughs> yeah. it's the Galactic Senate. Yes. So it's any kind of, like... Royalty characters, politicians, and then there's crossover characters. So, like, if you're Lando, <laughs> Lando is one of our. Hey, they were there. The Organa, <laughs> you know, the Organa family, Padme, all the handmaidens, and like in the in the prequels, the guards in the blue that look like the guards in the red from the Empire. The blue guards, those are also like part of our detachment. And even, guards, thank you. <laughs> even if you don't have a, a costume ready, um, if you feel like you can't join in until you're, you're good to go and everything, that's not the case. We, we always have need for support. People that are behind the scenes are able to assist with not only taking photos, answering questions. Um, if someone has a wardrobe malfunction, which usually is about 20 minutes ago. Seeing eye guide. Seeing eye guide yeah, for those, anybody those, in a helmet. Yeah, the you know, they give you that there is no peripheral vision. So like even in like the major thing is walking around or in the parades when all you can see is literally in front of you and you have kids running up and trying to get photos, you're just gonna stampede right over them unless you have a seeing eye person. Um, and, and while you're assisting with that and while you're support, you can still work on your costume, you can still get the assistance and, and participate. And it's a really great way to also get you used to you know, the environment and the events and what to expect when you are officially a full-fledged member. Yeah, um, I mean, that's, Wranglers are huge. I mean, I think my best favorite story of, uh, in my TIE pilot, I can only see from about here up and about back. That, that's my vision I get my TIE pilot. And uh, I decided that I did not meet a Wrangler, and that was the absolute wrong choice to make. I will admit that now. Uh, and I was in a troop, and a young four-year-old decided that they wanted to hug the TIE pilot. I did not see the four-year-old. They wrapped my legs up, and I went down. And my flight suit decided that it didn't want to go the same way that I was going. And now I have a ripped flight suit in the middle of a troop. So Wranglers are incredibly important to keep you, because that, that Wrangler would have at least let me know, like, hey, there's a child, or hey, stop. Um, and then the one, I mean, we've got Galactic Academy here, which I think is also kind of awesome. Thank you, Scott, for walking another Galactic Academy. I brought Academy. in another Galactic Academy. <laughs> so it's not just for you as an individual, it's also for the whole family. Um, as you can see, even the kids, we have Galactic Academy because we do require you to be 18 years or older to join any of the Star Wars Club, excluding the Galactic Academy, where at any age they are able 
to join in and have that fun. Uh, and it is, does typically become a family affair. I mean, I know, yeah. Niels, you, Jaina, your wife, goes and does this as well. Yeah. My wife's not handling and yep. decided she wanted yeah. to. Yeah, I got tired of handling, picking up pieces and parts, taking photos. I wanted to be a part of the action. And I will say, if it wasn't for, have a, been for a while, I would, I would not have my, my pork. Um, he fell off. <laughs> that was, yeah. <laughs> I'm super happy about that. I almost lost them. And you can't, you can't get these guys anymore either. They were at Galaxy's Edge. Um, I got them in December. They were completely sold out now, and during the parade, uh, he decided to take a swan dive off my shoulder. Um, I didn't realize where he went, um, and one of the other members like found him for me and brought him back to me afterwards. So, so you were scared. Oh, I was, I was just like, I was so upset. <laughs> but it goes on. And then Scott, your your son is yeah yeah. So I've got I've got three Galactic Academy members, uh, my three kids. So two of them were. Jawas, I'm not sure where the other one went, but you know. Then I got my little mini right here. Uh, but yeah, they they you know there are there are troops that we can't bring them on, like you know for example like a hospital troop or something like that. But for the most part, other stuff they love to go, and it you know it makes it something that we can do as a family as well. So it definitely helps out. Um, and you know, depending on what costume, they can kind of double as a wrangler every now and then. I've had I've had them uh, find stuff that I've dropped and pick up, mm. or, or you know, since they like to be Jawas and they like to really get in the character, they like to swipe stuff from me. <laughs> 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 um, there's, there's always that. So. And then I know my case is very much like Donald's case. My wife pushed me to do this, and then saw and decided to join. She jumped into the deep end of the pool uh, as she decided to do Captain Fatsum. Oh. <laughs> so. Um, very much family inclusive, and even family amongst the panel, you know, type of idea. We hang out with each other, um, so it's really kind of a nice organization to deal with. And then, if you do like shiny objects like the Jawas do, we do a lot of merch as well. But it's kind of fun. Especially Jolly Roger. <laughs> no, Look, I'm not part of the. No. <laughs> I, I have no clue what you're talking about. I don't have a coin on me right now whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> is there a question up front? There is. What about the Arizona Droid Builders? How are yeah. they structured? Yeah. <laughs> it does seem as though we've been splitting them because they are kind of back here. And yeah. The Droid Builders are are not you know not a costume group, but they support the costume groups all the time. And the coolest thing that I like is most of the Droid Builders are do have a costume. I'm a part of the Rebel Legion and the 501st. I'm a Tuscan Raider. And stuff, but most of the time when we have events, they go. I say, You want a Tuscan Raider or you want R2D2? They want R2D2. So, so, but it's so great. And one of the things that we haven't talked about today is the cool thing you can decide do you want to be in the cool, you know, Comic Cons or a Weird Al Yankovic event or a parade or something, or do you want to be more of in the community and stuff? And I like. My part is I love the hospital, so anytime there's a hospital visit that these guys do, my R2 is there. Uh, this is R5, but I have an R2 out on, out on the floor. So uh, it is just a great organization. You can decide. you got to decide, can you handle heat? That You need to decide yeah. what kind of costume. You can't handle the heat. My Tuscan Raider, you were talking about the vision. You're looking through a straw, and so... And then I got this weapon that I'm carrying around. And I'll turn around, and knock somebody's head off, and stuff. So, so you got to learn, start learning if you're carrying a weapon and stuff. 
where the, where the end of that that stick is and don't take an eye out and stuff. But it, it's a great organization. Uh, I've been part of this these groups for about seven years with R2 and R5 and all that. And, and just decide your passion and stuff. Uh, and it's just great, great organizations to get in, whether you want to help the community or just be the cool kids at the at the Comic-Cons. You can decide what you want to do and what events to support. But Yeah, yeah and, and as far as that goes, I mean, we're not going to, you know, if you want to join the clubs, we're not going to, at least, you know, the 501st isn't going to make you do, like, 200 events in a year. You know, we just need you to do one a year. And, that, and that keeps your membership. Just one. Just one. Just one. Yeah. Just, just one. If you want to do 500, yeah. knock yourself out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, we're, we're, I can tell you right now, we're not going to have that many in Tucson, but. Yeah. yeah. And it's it it double, you know, two groups. <laughs> so. If you're shy or you have anxiety, it's amazing once you put a helmet on what you can do. I mean, I became more of a people person. I, you know, I, I danced in my with my helmet on. I wouldn't, you know, in, yeah, yeah. around anybody else and stuff like that. So I mean, it's, it's, I, it's a great way to get out of your shell too. I can speak to that too. It, it wasn't necessarily with the, uh, you know, Star Wars because obviously no mask. But um, I, I used to be very shy and withdrawn and everything like that. And I, I did Deadpool mask. Totally takes you out of your shell. It, it's and then you start getting around all these people, and they keep kind of building your self-esteem. They keep kind of feeding that energy that you have, and and now um, up here panel where normally I'd be absolutely mortified being in front of people. This is probably like the twelfth panel I've done like in my entire cosplay career. So it's just it's the amount of just once you're in this and once you're um, among other people and you see the joy and the excitement on people's faces, any doubt or self-esteem you have just goes right off the window. Oh, I have so many stories about like the kids. I, oh, the like, kids are the best. My favorite one was we went to the library. We were at the library, and I was looking at the book with the little girl, and I was talking about the characters in the book with her, like I was Princess Leia. So I was giving her like my Princess Leia opinion, and we found a picture of you know Carrie Fisher with the buns on her head, and that was the costume I was wearing. And she goes, "Oh, it's a picture of you when you were younger." <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing, nothing better than uh, first hospital troop I went on. There's a there's a kid. He's laying in the bed. He can't move. And he said, "Oh, there's a stormtrooper out there." I was in a stormtrooper outfit at the time. So I walk in and start talking to him. And we'd had a couple other groups go in there, and, and he just sat there, you know. And he's like, "Oh, is that not a stormtrooper?" Said, yeah, yeah. You want me to call him in? There? Yeah, yeah. And so we're on both sides of the bed. And he's like, "Can I get can I get a picture?" He says, "Yeah." He sits up, and this kid's in the ICU. He actually sat up to take a picture. Like, killed me. It was amazing. They hide tears, too. Yes, they do. Yeah, they yeah. Hide tears. yeah, I can't hide. Oh, yeah. Facial expressions. <laughs> and and it, there's a lot of that. I mean, hostile troops and, and just events that we do that we get that. I think my favorite one I ever got to see was, uh, was Free Comic Book Day. And it was uh, a young girl, you know, father and daughter. Um, up talking about comics, and there was a stormtrooper there. No one knew it was a female under the stormtrooper helmet. And dad was talking to the daughter, oh, what do you want to be, what do you want to be? Well, I can't be a stormtrooper because they're not female. Well, guess what that female stormtrooper did really darn quick? She took her bucket right off, and that girl face just glowed. Like, you wouldn't believe it. And we, 
we've done it. She followed that stormtrooper around for the rest of the time. <laughs> in that comic, we're like, it little shadow. And that's all she talked to her father that she wanted to be. Is I now I now know I can be a stormtrooper. I, I want to be a stormtrooper. I want to be a stormtrooper. And so not only is there an amazing fun that we have, the amount that we give back to the community and the, the, what the community gives to us is absolutely amazing. And that's something that you will never feel in other situations that you can kind of feel in these costumes. And, you know, you guys say, you know, bucket side tears, they really do. And that's, uh, I don't do hospital troops without a mask on. Yeah. Yeah. Hospitals are hard. Yeah. <laughs> they are, they're, they're very rewarding, but they can be very hard too. So. Does anybody have any questions? I mean, we're all, we're all yeah. <laughs> is, is there any questions? Yes. What about cost? See, now this is where he starts scaring people away. So, my, my, my uh, partner, she's a little person, and so literally, like, Jawas and stuff like that would be more like her style, but would be, she'd be able to try and do, like, say, like, uh, Stormtrooper or something like that, if there's plates and templates for that, like, like smaller versions of those. Yeah, of there there, there are some some shorter people who have done it, um, and there's there's places where you can go. Yes, sir. I'm five four, and I have a sand trooper. So yeah. my wife. Yeah, like Anthony's a short person. Yeah. I, I always like to say you're not getting your body approved; you're getting the costume approved. Yeah, that's cool. a good point. Yeah, the only costume that requires a height approval is Chewbacca. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because that, that, that changes from a Wookiee to an Ewok really quick. They had some child Wookiees at Star Wars Celebration. Like, the family had a kid, and they were in a Wookiee hut, so they're young Wookiees. Young Wookiees. Yeah, which is a thing. Clone Wars. We did Lego Land. There was the famous, you know, 5'7 Vader. Mini Vader. Yes, ma'am. I was going to ask, like, about the characters and stuff, like, you know, going in and having to, you know, be Leia <laughs> as, and the expectation there, but as far as some of the other characters, like, how deep do you get as far as interacting as the character versus, you know, interacting with people as someone who's dressing up as a character? Like, where does... Does it depend on? Mind if I take this one? Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> so, uh, it's, it's what it is is you find the character that kind of goes with you. Like, I find out I love being Kylo because he's kind of a jerk. <laughs> and you can, but you can mess with people in a fun way. But I, you know, some of our Kylos have like the voice boxes. I never want to use that because I can all. If I see somebody like a little kid that's like, I'm not sure if I want to hang with this guy. You can go into like, and I'm a teacher by profession. I can go to my teacher and say, okay, it's all right. But I did, you guys probably don't know this, I tried doing a Han Solo once, you know, the old crusty Han Solo. <laughs> and I put on, I, I had the costume, I put it on, I wore it, and it just didn't feel right. I mean, I'm not Han Solo. Is Brian here? No, no. he's Batman. Batman. He's Batman. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> Brian, he doesn't look like Harrison Ford at all. But when he's in Han Solo, I mean, he, he's Han Solo. Oh, yeah. you, know, he is. you want to find the costumes that, was, that kind of res resonate with you, and you know, like usually it's your favorite character, and you just just kind of feel it. And then it takes sometimes it takes a while to feel out what you can and can't do with the costume. But you, can, you can usually gauge your uh, you know how in depth and character you need to go based on who's approaching you. If it's a little kid, you know, you get a little bit more leeway. But like a lot of the teenagers or like the, the, the younger. Younger kids, but not as young. 
they'll they'll really their eyes will light up when you get full on character and they feel like they're having a real interaction with these characters. Uh, so it, yeah, I mean I've I've seen Darths like do the the chokes to people like all the time, and then for kids they'll let them hold the saber. So it's it really varies on who you're interacting with in the moment. And most of us can hold a conversation with someone that wants to, to go and ask about, hey, how, what is your ship like? What is, what's on your ship? What, what bounties have you caught? Most of us know enough of the lore to go in and, and we can we can play with, with whoever's talking to us that way. Improv. There's also always questions you're always gonna get. Like if you're a stormtrooper, you always get, aren't you a little short? <laughs> Kids come up to me all the time and ask me, why did I kill my father? Like, didn't you see the movie? <laughs> like a good idea at the time. <laughs> I, I, just tell them, I let him hold my lightsaber, it was a terrible accident. <laughs> and you, and you know, like, I also dress up as Akbar, you get, it's a trap all the time. You've got to figure out a way to deal with that because this never goes away. Yeah. Yeah. It's a trap. I get asked to say, you're my only hope. Like, people walk up to me and ask me to tell them that. Every every random guy a con. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to learn to accept it. Go <laughs> you get to do the I knows. That's 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 That kind of went to Anybody have a question they're thinking about making or want more information? Uh, clones, 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 clones. Phase one in particular. We, uh, we, have, we, have, we have a guy who's uh, got a clone outfit up there right now. Uh, yeah. he's, he's an officer right now. Yeah. Very limited vision. Uh, it's the it's the why. Mm-hmm. It is it's a very thin. I mean, with the Mando bucket, you have a T. You at least get you know forward and back and somewhat down. But yeah. the vision on a clone is much more thinner. Also, get ready to stand. You're not sitting anytime soon in a clone outfit. And when yeah, you're a clone, people are going to think you're a Mandalorian. <laughs> you're going to get oh, it's the Mandalorian. It's Bo- it's Boba Fett a lot because I've done a lot of troops with him and everybody. And this I mean, is and this is a dark. Yeah, it has a dark. Oh, that's not dark. <laughs> I, I, this is a Power Ranger. I saw a kid called R two D two. So I mean, it, it, it goes all the way around. Well, if you if you want to make clothes, if you pick up one of these, mm-hmm. you have them up here. You have them at our table. Right here are all the different detachments. You want to look for clone trooper detachment. Mm-hmm. And if you join their forums, they will tell you what you need to do, where to get the clone armor, how much it's going to cost. Where to get help? We have about three or four. We don't have a lot of clones in Arizona for some reason. But I'm a clone, so it's like I have a twin, so it's like perfect. Oh, nice. <laughs> no, no, clones are available really? with, with yeah, the 501st yeah. and uh, uh, Very, really got to mess with people. <laughs> <laughs> you have to. I, the standards are different, yeah. they told me. So clones are approvable with Rebel Legion. 
and with the Bible first, but they each have their own things that they look for on the costume. Little nuances. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Each club has their own there's not a lot of characters that are in both clubs, but clones and uh, like our Jawas, Jawas are in both Jin, uh, Jin Jajaran's in all three. Din's in three. Well. So He's in all Din. three. Oh yeah, Din's in So is Bo-Katan. Bo yeah, yeah. Crime Lord Boba from, is in all three now. No, he's not, he's not in uh, Rebel Legion. There's a Rebel Legion. That black does look really slimming. slimming. That's Crime <laughs> Really? Yes. I gotta look that up now. <laughs> and as you can see, uh, just even with us here, kind of going, oh wait, oh wait, yeah. and those things, things happen and change all the time. So there is a lot of information. So don't feel bad if you're like, there is a ton. That's also why we're here because we can weed through some of that pieces yeah. as well. And 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 if you're thinking about doing like an OC and you want to make tweaks as time goes on, and realize, oh, this isn't really working for me anymore. I want to still, you know, keep the same character. I just want to alter it. There, there's. You know, wiggle room with that as well. If you're not changing too much, you don't even have to like resubmit for like reapproval. But if you're changing some, if you're changing your entire base, still want to keep the same character, then obviously have to resubmit. But I mean, they they still give you some wiggle room where if you want to make some modifications, if it's nothing too drastic, you don't have to resubmit and go through the entire approval process again. So from concept to finishing the approval process, you think in a year on average? It, it's totally well, up to you. Uh, it, it, so, like I said, it took me a good four to five months to really start getting an idea of how I wanted uh, my OC to look. And then from submitting it, like, like talking to them, getting the groundwork, we got about, like, it was like a one or two week process to really get the tweaks and figure out what needed to be done. Um, I submitted it, and then within about a month and a half, two months, um, I had the full approval for everything. Um, I, I did have to make some more modifications to it. Um, but I made the modifications. It really depends on your turnaround time on being able to get the items that you need. And then resubmitting, I, I was in. So it, uh, two months from when I actually submitted to be approved um, to actually getting in. And even if you're you know, waiting for that and there's events coming up, you're allowed to do three events uh, before. That's a unique PDE thing. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> so. Just yeah. talk to your CEO. There's talk to your yeah. yeah. Talk, to your, so. talk to your commander. Yeah, you've, you've got a few commanders sitting on the panel. Well, Tian, myself, and then Scott is the squad. I'm the squad leader for Southern Arizona for five But Anthony's right there. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said sitting on the <laughs> I'm, I'm adding to the atmosphere. Any, anybody else got any questions? Or yeah. Are there any like monthly or yearly dues? Oh, God, no. no. Well, no, no, no. You're putting in your days of your time. Yeah, one year, two years. There's nothing to get money for. There's no financial requirement. Yeah, nothing. The only thing that we ask you to give money for is when you get that merch requirement that you want to have. That's what we ask you to do. Yeah, like, for example, 501st Legion, we've got some markers. Once you've hit X number of troops or something, you can order a patch that signifies that you've done that achievement. But we ask that you, you know, send some money in to pay for us, you know, making that okay. stuff because, yeah, you know, somebody has to pay for it. The name, the name tags. I had to buy my name. I have a yeah. name yeah. tag. Yeah, like, like, like these name tags and stuff. I mean, you buy all this stuff. Money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, there's all the patches and yes, the fundraisers and the coins. Yeah. And, like, there, there's no limit yeah. to how much money you, if you can if you, spend if you want to. If you, <laughs> see, if you see the Wranglers and you see the handlers and they have their black shirts with the red trim on them, 
you'll see all the patches on them, and they're those represent the events they've done, things that they've purchased, and it's just it's amazing. Like everyone has something different. We even have racing shirts, which you can see going on in, in the front row here. I can't see through Scott. <laughs> um, but I mean, there, no money for being part of the club. It's more money towards what you want to have. I think we just doomed uh, Five Overs local pairs and just did a shirt one, a t-shirt one that came out. So that's, people spend money buying t-shirts as well. So. Yeah, it's not required, yeah. but you'll want to. Right. Well, yeah, you well. might spend money for stuff that you want to give people at clubs. Like, I have stickers on the table upstairs, and I paid to have the stickers made. Yeah. So. Yeah, we, we, do, we do a lot of stuff like that. Everything the garrison sells is at the cost. Yeah. Yeah. So the garrison makes no profit. Yeah, yeah. Big, biggest thing though is if, if you want to join one of the clubs, you know, reach out to us. Um, you know, hit us up on the Facebook groups or the or our actual forums. Um, you know, get to know everybody. Uh, periodically, we will do meet and greets where we'll we'll have like an actual like event at a restaurant and just get together and have food and talk and you know throw out ideas about costumes and whatnot. Especially during um, the summertime when there are no troops. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. summertime. Thankfully, the the number of troops goes way down. We'll we'll get together, meet, do stuff. Um, and then, you know, when winter comes along, there'll be a lot more opportunity to wear your costume and do stuff. So. Yeah, cons are nice during the summer because you're indoors in air conditioning. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a big difference going from inside to back outside right now. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Uh, anybody else got any questions? Helmets are for hiding the sweat. Fans. Fans. Fans yeah. are your friends. Yes. Yep. All right. Well, I think we're pretty much. Yeah, I got like five minutes, but yeah. But please basically come to the booths up. If you, anything yeah, yeah. you think of, come to our tables upstairs. Ask us any questions. Yeah, if we love to talk about all this stuff. That's you know, it's a lot of fun to do. And we're always open and welcome to new members. Yeah, yeah we're always looking us. for people. So, yeah, if anybody's interested, and whatnot, we got we got these. Thank you all. Put that in your beer bag. Advertising. Definitely. Label out. <laughs> thank you all for attending. Yeah, thank you guys for coming out. Thank you. Thank you guys. Thank you for listening to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. And feel free to enjoy our other shows, such as D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition and Scion Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion hero to Ragnarok story. Thank you for listening.